Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to Lost Legends Tales of Third, Season 3. This is Ben, the DM. Well, there are only three numbers. There's one, two, and many. My name is Theron. Did anyone else have like a weird rope fantasy? Kalanon. Magnite, your squire is absolutely brutalizing coffee. This is not going to brighten up my day. I'm Big Boots. I'm your new best friend. Let the mayonnaise embrace you. I don't need your mayo you know, you know, the smell of shit and mayonnaise is going to just go right together. My name's Magna. Spumoni, Spumoni. Who is a calling? On three, Dirty Water Boys. One, two, three. Dirty Water dirty Boys. Water dirty Water Boys. Last time on Lost Legends Tales of Thern, our heroes were summoned to a treetop bungalow by King Nimbulon to help him celebrate his former bachelor bachelor party. Already inside the bungalow stood a pale woman mid-duel with four zombies. After slaying three of them, she was introduced as Daphne Forrest and shared some drinks with the king's companions. A group of giants spin the bottle, revealed more about each character, and our heroes were pulled into a dream vision. Theron, Magna, and Big Boots received a calling from Regalost, God of Time, to protect Daphne, while Daphne made a pact with her patron, Themos, the God of Death. Themos offered a soul for a soul, bring him one named Ophelia, and Daphne would be gifted a black crystal that can raise a person from the dead. Our story continues in the Coalition headquarters, as our heroes have been summoned by Princess Eldora for a mission. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Come on in, Papa Squad. Enjoy yourself. Listen to this wonderful audio adventure called Lost Legends Tales of Thern. How are we doing, everyone? Pretty swell. Great. Did you say BYOB? I did. Wow. You think we're that cheap, huh? We can't provide refreshments for people? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can we? I... mm, I don't know. I Be part of the Patreon. Song. Maybe I'll send you a beer. I don't know. That's probably a legal <laughs> issue. The <laughs> <laughs> good old Bush NA. Gross. Yeah, it definitely we're from Iowa, so it's got to be a Bush Light or something for sure. God. Bush NA. Yeah, non-alcoholic. Then you don't have to worry about legal issues. You're good. Yeah, there you go. Children, <laughs> partake of this beverage. Uh, <laughs> so all right, guys. Get your hands on really it into- and send them a Bush, the apple flavored Bush. Gross. Yeah, we don't talk about that show. You and your mozzarella stick. I am. <laughs> it all you know, tastes really bad to me. I'm more of like a rum and coke person. That's fair. Alec and I we'll switched. Send you the coke. I used to like not. I used to be like a good dr- beer drinker. I used to love beer, and then like I just kind of stopped. And now Alec is the one who's more drinking alcoholic beverages. Yeah. And he was like, Church I had to mix everything with Mountain Dew, and now he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very specific, I don't know what it is. Like, I'll drink, like, one specific IPA, but no others, because the rest of them taste like ass. Or, like, I'll drink this, but I won't drink this. Kiki, do you have a beverage of choice? Gin and tonic. Hey, that's my favorite, too. A little tank array? See? I don't like gin. (laughs) I usually go with Hendrix. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I've never had that one. And it's got a cucumbery flavor to it so it's really good in the mm. summertime with an actual like slice of cucumber in it mm. but at christmas time i do my signature lavender gin and tonics with 
lavender simple syrup that I make because you know, oh. I'm a friggin' foodie nerd. Wow, you are an East Coast elite here. Sounds My like goodness. she's the one I, I the am an East Coast. I will be, yes. That, maybe we need to make that a thing. <laughs> that does sound really good, though. Yes, I, I don't mind like trying alcohols. Talk. It's just they're so expensive, you know? It's like I'd hate to buy a bunch of stuff to make a drink that I hate, you know? Right, and even going to a bar, it's like, oh, I don't want to pay $8 to try this liquor. Did you like yeah. the soju we had on my 30th birthday, Ben? Did you like that? I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah the, the, the grapefruit stuff was really good that we got. I love uh-huh. that. Yeah. yeah. Now, I just remember I was at a Halloween party one time down at the Hotel Blackhawk like eight years ago. They had two open bars, and I'm like, don't know anything about alcohol. This is before I figured out that rum and coke is really good. They were reading off the wine list, and I was like, huh, Pinot Noir. That sounds cool. It's got noir in it. Yeah. And they poured me a <laughs> big glass like, of it, no. and it was awful. Like, <laughs> took like two, like, like choked down like two, maybe three sips of it. And I just went back, and I was like, can I have some water, please? <laughs> <laughs> ben, if you want some wine, you just need to have some Arbor Mist. <laughs> Wait, is that why at my home, at my home housewarming party, you gave me the bottle of wine? You're like, I'm not drinking this. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's good to know. That's good to know. He wasn't going to tell you, but since you asked. Maybe you'll like it better than I did, which I didn't uh, at all. Luckily, so it's, it's a white, and I, I'm okay with white wine. I'm not a big red wine fan, so. I see. Yeah. Also, Kiki, do you know what you call a one-legged ba- or Do you know what you what a one-legged ballerina wears? A two. A one-one. <laughs> Same idea okay, though. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, All I right. just found out that uh, Grandpa's addicted to Viagra. Yeah, no one's taking it harder than Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> but um, poor Grandma, yeah. or maybe not. I, you know, get it, lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some pretty good new additions to the dad joke list, just in general. <laughs> You gonna add the one I told you earlier to it? Uh, send it to me, could you? Okay, it was pretty dark. I don't even want to say it here on the show. <laughs> so, you know, the black eyed peas can out. sing us a song, but only the chickpeas can hum us one. Uh, uh, oh, boy. Aw, that's sweet, actually. That's kind of sweet. <laughs> can we get on with the show already? <laughs> yeah. You sound like my students. Like, some of them love the dad jokes, and the other ones are like, please, please God, teach make us it history, stop. please. Yeah, like, please teach us history. Make it Let's stop. Give us homework. <laughs> I was king of the transitions there, Joey. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. It's like the fade animation. <sighs> no, <way>. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So, scene uh, resumes. You guys are in the, um, you know, seated at a table. Um, Eldora is at the head of the table, Princess Eldora, um, in the Coalition headquarters. She was describing a very odd dream she had last night of an island covered in black fog. And she kind of just felt like like a sense of dread coming from it, or like despair coming, like just resonating off of the island. And then almost as if she came face to face with Daphne and Reginald. Um, so she would say, I, I have a, a bit of a, a favor. She says, this late in the war, I just, I don't want to take any chances. Because I think we can cover things here, um, especially with the wedding over and storm giants back to their parts, so back to their uh, watch posts in the trenches. Um, but I'd like for you to investigate this. So Walda's Tower, due east of here, has the largest library in the region. 
this, even if it ends up being nothing, it'll put my mind at ease to know that this island of black fog is just a dream. Hopefully just a dream. And she knocks on the table. Yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, my princess, uh, totally. You want us to head out soon or, or you got anything else we're here we want to do? I don't, I also like, I need a crew. Um, my, my ships are, are gone. Ship. Yeah. Well, we might have a ship have to go get the ship. Yeah, yes. Go. We have some, um, volunteers, uh, say they've worked with you before. There's, uh, Hoy Manoy, Urban, <laughs> Gore, Vlarzik, Tuves, Havas. And another one is a real, real oddball, um, kind of a screwball named Rambar Bingo. I have no idea who that is, but the other ones I know. Yes, Rambar seemed like a very odd fellow, but um, maybe you'll reach out to him? Maybe yeah, you'll sure. connect with him? I... Yeah, sure. Um, we'll need more than just eight people to run a ship. Uh, if you can give us some nameless people to have in the background that we'll never interact with at all, just to Get hoist the sails shirts. and stuff. <laughs> oh, you mean people like Old Bergev and Hygev? Nilad and Theonorus. <laughs> let's keep. Let's use that random human name generator a little more, Ben. All right, hit me like seven more. Steve, I'm just getting my mileage out of this thing. You mean like Brithus and Miam, Redernius and Gore? Oh, a second Gore. They must be twins. Oh. And Siger, Blunvuth, <laughs> Handil, or Grilkum. I'll or take Zaslod. them all. I'll take them all. What about Fiang Mei? He's kind of a wild card. Oh, that guy sounds fun. I vote for that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been on a ship before, Daphne? A flying ship? Uh, no. <laughs> this oh. is going to be a blast. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, pun intended. So, hey, uh, Kalanon, are you coming with us? We got a new mission, buddy. Actually, Princess Eldora has asked if I could stay here as an advisor of sorts. Of course, I, I, uh, I'm going to miss seeing you. And and I, I'd like for you to keep in contact, but um, she think she seems to think that my with with my area of expertise, I I'd be better suited here, especially as a healer. Okay, um, I yeah, I mean, we gotta do what the princess says. Um, we'll miss you, buddy, and I'll I'll bring you back something nice. Okay, that would be nice. Some coffee, if you don't mind, not the disgusting goblin kind, but like actual coffee. <sighs> no promises, buddy. Um, I can get you the other one instantly, like right now. Like I got a cup, I, I can get you that. I would rather gag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll uh, I, I give him a, a, a hug and say, "Enjoy your vacation," while I go off and save the world, buddy. Well, I don't know about vacation, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll try to make myself busy here, useful to the cause. It's best of luck to you all. Uh, Kalanon, thanks for everything you've done for us, and, uh, you know, we'll see you when we get back. May the light of Thebris be with you. And also with you. And, uh, you guys would see him walk off. Eldora's already there waiting for him as, uh, they go towards, like, the medical area, you know, getting ready to, like, do some healing and just kind of check in on people, you know, typical good guy Kalanon stuff. Um... Hey, uh, Princess, which one of the... I guess I'll ask King Nebulon if I see him around, but which 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 giant we taking on our ship with us of our six that we usually do? Because the other five are out of a job now. I'll let Little Love stay with, with her husband, you know. Totally. And say, they're going to send one with you uh, named Kolmarin. Oh, not one of my original five or six, huh? Right. Yep. Oh, all right, we got to break him in, all right.
he's rather young, but uh, he's he'll, he'll serve you well. He's very kind of ambitious, ready to put his mark, make his mark. Literally and figuratively, because it's a giant's rune. Um, mm. is, yes, he's a little green, but he'll serve you well. All right. Uh, we gather everyone up and then get to the Yomo Rukatal. That sound right? Excellent. Well, to the to the ship. Yeah. Well, the ship is all the way across the sea. We get to Omo I mean, Rukatal over there. I mean the uh, the one that was being repaired. Yeah, that's uh that's in a, some island. Yeah, that's far yeah. off. We had to teleport. Was there. <laughs> Colfax or something yep. like that. But it's okay. I already got the uh, Arcana check done. <laughs> We're good. We'll make Not the it. disaster. We're to the right one. Momorukatal. <laughs> I rolled. A, I got a sixteen. So totally. We're good. Yeah. So everyone kind of the crew kind of huddles aboard. There's probably about twenty people plus a storm giant, um, like an adolescent storm giant looking. Um, he's get, starting to get some white peach fuzz on his face. And they uh, sent us a child. He's like a late teenager. He looks like a seventeen-year-old. Well, what's his name again? Uh, Colmarin. Colmarin. Hey, Colmarin, welcome aboard, sir. It's like, thank you. Oh, God. Uh, you ever seen action on, in the war yet? Seen it? Participated in it? No. No? Do you know how to use your weapon? What do you got there? Oh, I just brought this. And he takes out a bat, like a great axe. Have you used it yet? Totally. All the time. I've killed a lot of soldiers. My confidence is just overwhelming right now. <laughs> okay. Um, if you ever get in trouble, I hand him a whistle. If you ever get in trouble, blow this, and I'll come kill whoever's attacking you, okay? Okay. All right. And you know how to fight a dragon, right? When You're the main boy to fight the dragons. Oh, I've, I've read a lot about it, yeah. <laughs> you know, they say luck is just preparation meets opportunity, so hopefully you're really lucky, Okay. Yeah, I'll prepare. I'll swing the axe and 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 ride the lightning. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. <laughs> you, you know how to do that? I'm working on it. All right, Koldarin, <laughs> right? Kolmarin. Yeah. Kolmarin. You at least know how to make the runes for the ship, right? Oh, that I know how to do. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah dude! I give him a, offer him a fist bump. I had to like reach way up. His giant fist just comes down, and it's like a toddler fist bumping, you know, the rock. <laughs> All right. Um. Hey, Daphne, ever met a giant before? Uh, wasn't that the guy that was like... Oh, dad? yeah, Nibilon. Yeah, Nibilon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The guy from yeah, last you episode. Or definitely recovering from being <laughs> like drunk, right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, same giant I met four times. Yes, thank you. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll meet him again, too. <laughs> All right, Uh, so we're, we're at the place of the ship and fixing our ship? Yep. Yeah, they just put the finishing touches on it. Alright, uh, Magna, you're, you're, this is your ship. I'll let you take, take the lead, buddy. Alright, so we're, we're at, what is it, Colfax? Is that the place, is that the place that, uh, the ship is at? That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll roll with it if it's wrong. If, it's wrong. if we're wrong, ignore it, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll edit it later. Uh, yeah, not edit it, so, I'm not looking up to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... He's going to walk up to uh, walk up onto the ship and ask, hey, uh, how's the ship coming along? So Havris, uh, the head carpet, you know, head ship master looks over. You can see his eyes are like bloodshot red, like he hasn't slept in, you know, over a day, like a complete 24 hours. And he says, hi, fine. Ship's fine. We did it. Yeah. How are you feeling? Well, you got any coffee? 
you know what? Um, no, not on me. Not but not I know bad. somebody who will give you gold. He looks over at Big Boots so you can get coffee. I am not. I am not your bank here, buddy. No, you have gold. Gold. I gave him five hundred gold to fix the ship sooner. Like we're good. All right, fine. Who's got the coffee? He'll give. He'll give him like two gold. All right. I get some water and I cough into it like the goblin coffee and hand it to him. He doesn't even. It doesn't even register to him what you just did. And he just takes it and splashes it in his face. He's like, ah, ah, coffee, water, disgusting. But all right. It's oh, like a uh, goop of sweat. Or, uh, it's like like um, spit that kind of comes down his nose. Uh, get the ship ready, guys. I'll be right back. Omo Rugatol. I gotta go back to the uh, the mainland really quick. Okie doke. That's eleven. So good. Very good. I gotta run back to uh, Brem. Get my ring. Yes. So Brem, the half work is there. Um, you can see he's, there's sweat on his brow. He's in full work mode. He's got his um, giant like metal apron to block sparks and whatnot. Um, you hear clang, 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 clang. As he looks over at you and says, Well, if it is Mr. Booth, and that's just not see right now. Sir Brem, hello, buddy. How we doing? The pleasure is mine. Have you been knighted yet? Well, last night, I was a knight. Uh, so that's a no? My dad that's hasn't... A yes. Oh, okay. That's you... an absolute yes. Okay, so my dad has knighted you? Stepdad? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you, buddy. I'm happy to. I never thought I'd be at this phase in my life. I'm I just, I'm just beside myself. Pinch I, me. Oh, oh! I do a little pinch of the cheek. And I'm still awake. Look at that. Oh, look, look at that. that. Yeah, just look at it. You are so precious. Um, hey, uh, I gotta go on a mission. Um, so I need. Uh, you get that ring done for me, buddy? Oh yes, I do. Can I have it, please? Oh, of course. Right. And he uh, reaches into a pocket, pulls out another ring box, hands it to you. Um, describe what the ring looks like. Um, I'm assuming it, it's kind of similar to King Nebulon's, just without the star sapphire on the top. So it's just going to have the black band for the meteorite, and then the mammoth in the middle. Excellent. Mammoth tusk in the middle, and then what enchantment does it have on it? He says, "Well, you see, I was up all night pouring over it, deciding between a few of these little enchantments, and uh, here's what I had in mind." He said, "Now y'all just a little guy." Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just a wee little guy. Just like mm. this big, like a little baby running around. A little baby big boot. Yeah, yeah, we can, yeah. He's yeah. just like two feet tall, just bopping around in his little kid's side shoes. I am two foot ten, thank you. <laughs> Over here getting a children's discount at the buffet. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> he says, uh, now wouldn't it be nice in combat, in a fight, when you are done in a pickle? Wouldn't it be nice if you could see your enemy eye to eye? I suppose. I want y'all to put on that ring and say brim. Uh, does it matter which finger? Uh, no, it shouldn't. Shouldn't matter. Shouldn't matter? No? Alright, I, I put That'd it on my... There ain't no toe ring. <laughs> Though I do make those too. Those cost extra. Okay, we'll talk later, Brem. Um, I put it on my left middle finger. Excellent. Feels kind of warm as you put it on. Okay. And I, I say I say Brem? 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 Bram? And as soon as you say Brem, you see that uh, it's almost like he seems to be shrinking as you eventually see him eye to eye. Oh, this shrinks my enemies? 
You are now six foot five. Holy shit! How long does this last? One hour. And One charge it on, so make sure to use it when you need it. All right. <laughs> I can't wait to ride Magna's shoulders now. <laughs> or Magna <laughs> to ride yours. Yeah, I would totally be taller than Magna. So, what spell would that totally be? Increase size? Uh, enlarge, reduce, but enlarge. enlarge. Okay. Yeah, takes from a small size to a medium size. So, your movement speed becomes 30 feet. And then also, when you deal damage with your harpoon, it's a, <clears throat> it's a D6 normally, right? Uh, two-handed, it's a D8. One-handed, it's a D6. Okay. Yeah, so it'll go... Instead, it'll essentially function more like a longsword, where it's D8 or D10 between Ooh. one-handed and two-handed. Yep. So yeah, because cool. you got a little more oomph when you stab with it. I like that, Ben. All right, well, thank you so much, Brem. Um, I really appreciate it, and uh, congrats again on being a knight, and thank you so much for helping us out with the wedding rings and stuff. Pleasure's mine. Is there it anything else I can... Ceremony. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I had a lot to do with it. Uh, you could say uh, it wouldn't be the same if I wasn't there. Um, you got anything else? Do, do I need to do, you do anything else to help you out here before I leave really quick on my mission? Well, y'all just spread the word about the best little smith that you know. I had the best big smith I know, and I pinch his cheek again, meaning eye to eye. I caress his cheek and say, all right, stay sweet, and I run. Y'all too now. In running, you can tell like these... No, like human sized legs like really carry you further than your gnome ones do I am speed I'm fast as fuck boy <laughs> heck yeah well eventually make it back to the uh, Omarukatal sigil on the floor um, okay. when roll arcana uh, it's exactly 10 excellent and as you beam back um, Daphne Theron and Magna have prepared the ship um, so Daphne you would see um, essentially Colmarin is kind of following you around um, following around you and Reginald, the zombie, and Kolmarin's just kind of like, um, kind of like, he, you, you get the feeling he feels like a fish out of water, and he's like, not sure. He's like looking for someone that he can go to, kind of like a mentor of sorts. Someone like, yeah, like, like he's looking for someone in his corner, and he's a little bit too bashful to say anything, but you see it like essentially going around the ship, he's just like, ooh, and eyeing, you know, as, as you get the tour. Hey, kid. <clears throat> What's up? He's, oh, not a lot. Just don't know many people. Is that zombie yours? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, is he? Well, I mean, technically I'm in charge of him, but, you know, I hate to call him like, you know, like I own him. He's a, he was a person, you know, he's, he's still got a little bit of personality left. So, uh, no, he's not like a slave or anything like that. That's, that's, that, that's not appropriate. So, I'm like a companion. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, um, it's nice to meet you. I uh, I think I got it. It's time to go do the runes and stuff, but I'll see you around. Absolutely, kid. Yeah, sure. I can tell you some stories. Oh, I'd like that. Um, and he goes for like a high five. And then as he brings his hand forward, he like thinks better of it. He's like kind of brings it down into a handshake. <laughs> like he's uh, like, oh, high five. Oh, I don't know if we're there yet. Maybe handshake. I'm going to. Take his little hand and, well, is it little though? <laughs> how, like, how, how big is it? <laughs> he's got like maybe two feet on you. Yeah, okay. So take his hand, put it back up in the air. I'm going to slap him five. He's, oh, excellent. Um, he says, well, toodaloo. And he goes off to, to do the giant's runes. So pretty much the Reginald would turn towards you and he gives you a look like, Rrr! what now? 
Well, I didn't say anything at the turn, did I? I mean, I don't own you. Technically, well, uh, technically you could go away, but uh, I wouldn't like that. That he kind of nods, he goes, and kind of like brings his arm up and like kind of tries to like, he ends up like slapping your shoulder, essentially. You get the feeling (laughs) he's trying to like pat your back. Yeah, see, you get it. I, I don't want you to go anywhere. I'd be very upset if you left. Why do you think I raised you in the first place? And he kind of like pats his uh, chest plate a few times. Yeah, I kind of like give him a little pat on his little shoulder. You know, like, yeah, buddy, you know, been through a lot. Sucks. But uh, yeah, I need you right now, okay? He uh, slaps his belt where his, where, you know, his sword is. He goes, rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> Not for fighting, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what happened last time? Like, look what you got yourself into. No. Well, uh, be fair, you didn't actually get yourself into it, but you know what I mean. Heck yeah. I'm, f- I'm trying to figure it out, okay? Don't worry. I have an idea. So is the head carpenter going with us, or is he dipping he's dipping to, to keep working on another vessels yep all right so i'm but assuming we got the ship's all prepped in this place <laughs> he's gonna come to Ho- hoi manoi is the ship ready to go yeah it is sir yep yep i you're a pirate now i'm that's interesting why <laughs> says well um I don't have a good answer. I mean, this is a pirate ship, isn't you know, it? I thought that's how pirates talked. Well, we're not a pirate ship, but, you know, whatever. All right, fine, whatever. As long as you just don't punch everything in your general vicinity, that's okay. Um, that is not a promise I can make, but continue. Well, anyways, uh, he's going to walk over to the giant and, uh, ask, and ask him if the rune's all set. Oh, they are. Yep. It all should right, be fine. Well, let's take flight. Let's head to what's the island that we're going to? So the the place or the that, watchtower. Yeah, the watchtower is called Walda's Tower. Uh, about two hundred miles east of here. Flying once you get airborne, there's no traffic, so it'd be probably five hour, four to five hours. Did you call it Waldo's? Walda. <laughs> Walda. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's yeah, get this thing airborne. Head to Walda's Tower. Because we don't want it to be spotted. Yeah, I'm assuming spotted. that we're probably holding off on. Retrieving uh, the light of Thebris for now in favor of the tower. I mean, since the since the princess wants that taken care of, we probably will just come back yeah. for the tower. Yeah, bigger fish, maybe, unfortunately. Maybe just make that take care of that afterwards. As I say, you'd see at the helm of the ship there is a um, well, you'd recognize him immediately. Sago Gamwich is there, the Herengon uh, yeah. pirate. He's already there, like behind the wheel. He's like, "Yar, Captain." Tis good to see you. I, I barely I just, avo- barely survived the the torture of those three ships. Glad to see you're unharmed. Well, I I trust no one better to to steer my ship. Does that make me your first mate? You want to be my first mate? I would literally love to be your first mate. <laughs> <laughs> the title's all yours. I this be what it's about. He, like, uh, kind of lets go for a moment and then just wraps you in a giant furry hug. He's a red no! person, you know. No. All right. Yep. I'll steer you straight in true, Captain. 
I'm going to walk up to him and put my hand on his shoulder because I'm six foot five. No one's mentioned that, but whatever. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've been waiting for a chance to mention it. <laughs> um, you know, the last first mate that failed us, we ate. So just keep that in mind. Love you, buddy. And just slap on the, what slap the? On the back. <laughs> where? Who? Hang on. No, no, we're not. How did you? What? Who are you? I'm Big Boots, buddy. You are not Big Boots. I, my face has not changed. I am You big are boots. a fan. Well, you have one fan that already stole, who already stole Theron from me. Now, now this has gone too far. This, our fans are way too toxic. This is this has gone way too far. Now they took Big Boots from me and are trying to pretend to be him when I know for a fact he is not taller uh, than me. That's for Ma- sure. Magna, I know something that only the Big Boots would know about you. Leopard print underwear. Let's go. <laughs> I don't wear leopard. Little- Yes, you do. See, no, you don't. Even, you don't know anything there. about me. <laughs> Does Nathan not wear underwear? Not leopard print. No, okay. <laughs> so angry. I think I actually made Joey mad, not Mega. <laughs> it is tiger home, stripe it? underwear. Thank you very much. Oh, that's right. He's the Tiger King. <laughs> oh, God. I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> never financially. Uh, right. Hey Theron, I'm tall now. Look at me, buddy. New Theron. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I see that new big boots. Uh, you just call me new boots. That's fine. <laughs> big new, average boots. Big new. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna oh ironically call you small boots now. Mm. Exactly. Thank you. I prefer little boots over small boots. Keeping <laughs> the right. family, you know, little love. Little Tiny boots. sandals, it is. Mm. Tiny moccasins. Medium sized crocs. Mini moccasins. Yes. Mini moccasins. Mini boots. Mini boots. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so um, the ship takes off. Hoy Manoya is there as the enforcer. And uh, he just goes around smacking people that don't look like they're working hard enough. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those where, like, Fiang Mei goes to hand him a whip and he's like, no need. Bah! He, like, punches the guy. Get to work, Sally. Hoy Manoy, I swear to God, you do that again, you're going into the brig. <laughs> we have workers' rights here, Hoy Manoy. Jesus Christ. Can't be union busting around here, you piece of shit. Yeah, that's union- definitely going to make me a little bit upset <laughs> if I see that <laughs> happening. Union busting? I call it lazy busting. Mm-hmm. Hoy Manoy! Final right, warning. Right. Final warning. Just- Otherwise, I am taping your hands to the mast. At that, he uh, all of a sudden gets really serious. He says, you wouldn't. I slap He's going to keep these lazy dogs in, ke- in check. I slap him. When did you get so big? <laughs> and I'm bigger now. <laughs> and I'm bigger now. So. <laughs> bigger boots. Can we get like a screen, like a cut to the next scene where he's like, his hands are like taped up, to the, <laughs> tied up to the mast? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm slightly <laughs> concerned if he slaps him, like how far is he going to go? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get an athletics check on that? Like, oh, man yeah. overboard. <laughs> yeah. Just clap him right into next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> right into the shadow realm. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's not long before he gets himself tied up to the mast, and he's just like, hey, hey, I was doing my job. Come on. Well, your Come job on. is to die in battle, buddy. We're we, supposed we, to tell him. 
<laughs> when I hired him, I said, who wants to be cannon fodder for college credit? And he raised his hand. I thought you were being figurative. Touche. No, Touché. I'm being literal, buddy. <laughs> All right, since I'm assuming that it's a straight shot to the Walda Tower. Very good. Keep to call it, I keep wanting to call it Waldo. Like, all right, where is Waldo? See, you um, just make it a character trait to always say something wrong when you re- don't remember. It's your character not remembering. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That makes sense. I'm just we're gonna roll with that. So how how long will it take for us to get to the tower? It's about four hours. Yeah, about a four hour flight. Kiki, could I have your character Daphne? Could I have you do a Constitution save? Being the first time on a flying airship. You know, we'll see uh, how well you do with, like, the air seasickness. God dang it. That's a nine. <laughs> a nine? Yes, yeah, so your character, as soon as you get up into the air, it's it almost feels like, um, I don't know, the wind in your face. It's, like, just a very uncomfortable feeling, you know? Like, at any given moment, the bottom could fall out from you, from under you. Um, enough with a nine to make you feel like you're going to get sick. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't like the flying. First time? <laughs> Uh, d- yeah. Why do you act like this is like normal? Uh, it, it takes a little bit before you get used to it, but this is normal. It, you'll, you'll I guess get we're used just to used, to, used to the carpet. We've had to normalize a lot of horrible things to get through this war. So <laughs> ah, okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Urban would come up to you, and he's like, uh, "Would you like a bit of drink? That'll help you feel a little bit better." I carry my own drinks, but thank you. Well, that's all right. And you hear him, uh, you know, he takes out like a little wineskin, takes a swig. Just the smell of it is enough to make your eyes water. Like, very high proof alcohol type. That's not water. That's not water. Are you sure that's not supposed to be used for medical purposes? Uh, It's a medical purpose is to keep us all uh, not throwing up. I call it my tonic. Is that because it just dissolves your entire insides and then you don't have to worry about throwing up because you're dead? Exactly. You see, okay. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> I respect it. Yeah, I'm going to move away from that. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the crew gets right to it. Um, Urban, Gore, and Vlarzik are all like, you know, pretty capable sailors and stuff. Uh, Fiang Mei takes um, Hoi Manoi's place as kind of the enforcer. He's a bit nicer about it, you know, but still kind of uh, enforceful, like forceful. Uh, Tuves is there at the crow's nest, just kind of looking out with the spyglass. Um, eventually, you guys make it over the clouds, and it's pretty smooth sailing um, on your way east. And eventually, you'd see the land start to kind of um, almost resemble like an arrowhead, uh, where both sides, you know, you're flying east, so north and south will be kind of coming into a point. And that point, kind of the, uh, the the apex of that point is Walda Tower. Essentially, it's like a large fortress that kind of straddles both sides of this um, small kind of, uh, what's the word? Almost like a bridgeway between these two continents. Um, you see the ocean off to the south and a huge lake off to the, off to the north. With, yeah, really the only way across is through Walda Tower. Um, looks like a huge citadel-type fortress. It's unscarred from this war so far. And inside, you'd see like ants, you know, people scurrying about clerics, paladins, monks, bards, the whole works, uh, doing the various um, lessons and tutelage and stuff. On top of one of the towers is a landing made for an airship. And uh, that's kind of, you know, you'd hear like uh, some people kind of uh, shouting and kind of like flagging you down. 
using prestidigitation and minor illusion to like signal you guys like this is your landing spot. Um, Magna, I need you to roll a, we'll say an intelligence check to uh, to land this thing properly. Uh, that is a five. Five? All right. So um, as you go to land this thing, the whole ship starts to turn sideways and all the sailors like just kind of slide across um, can I have everyone make a dexterity saving throw? Whoop, 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 whoop. 18 total. 18, good. 19. Excellent, yeah. 15. 15. Then we'll roll for Bobby. Bobby slides all the way across and almost falls off. Um, pretty much slams <laughs> right up against the right side of the ship, and he's just like one swift breeze away from falling over the edge. You good there, Bobby? It's like, I don't know. Good catch. Um, yeah, eventually the ship, you're able to kind of right itself as you bring it around into like a curve onto the top of the uh, of the tower there. And um, you get the feeling it's kind of magically brought in. Once you reach a certain, almost like a tractor beam from Star Wars, where like you reach a certain closeness and this magic kind of takes over and steers it very slowly into its bearing. And the uh, the ship is floating about five feet off the top of the tower. You'd see a couple of paladins there waiting kind of to greet you and escort you as, you know, ropes are like tied knot ropes are thrown over the side of the ship and people are able to climb down. The head paladin in this is named, uh, his name is Jephid. And uh, Jephid the paladin, he's got a very bald head, um, very tan though. It looks like he gets a lot of time outside, white shimmering armor. And uh, he would greet you all and say, welcome to Walda Tower. What business do you have here at our humble abode? Have you come to seek wisdom? What? Is everything okay? We're, we're no, here to... We're doing a, a courtesy check. Uh, uh, what do they call that when cops knock on someone's door? Uh, welfare check? Oh, welfare yeah, check. Welfare check. As well, as a matter of fact, things have been, uh, how do you say, dodgy lately. Oh, do uh, tell. Yeah, come in. Come in. We'll speak uh, more privately and he kind of looks around um, Magna turns <clears throat> to the rabbit guy Mr. Gibbs you're in charge Gibbs it's so weird Gibbs. name <laughs> it's soggy sandwich it's soggy sa- sandwich sa- it's sago gamwich <laughs> oh that's uh, right sago I, I was like his first mate parts of the Caribbean reference yeah Mr. Gibbs that's, that's why anyways yes <laughs> I yeah. got it thank you. thank you it was cute thank I like you. it Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Theron, for being the only one to remember my name. <laughs> remember Anyways, my name. Make sure, uh, make sure the one that likes to punch things doesn't get out of line, alright? Hoi Minoy. <laughs> Hoi Minoy, thank you! He's make sure Hoi Minoy stays in line. If he doesn't, you know what to do. I trust your judgment. Hey, Just make don't him up the plank. Don't kill him. Don't kill him. Well, I wouldn't kill him. him. The fall would, technically. No, 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 don't do anything that would cause any serious bodily harm. Just, like, three times to the mast. I don't know. You can eat him if you want to. I don't care. That requires killing him. Don't do that. Just... Someone has to act like a goblin, since my goblins are gone. I'm sorry. It's just... And, you know... I, I say some. Him. I say in goblin, your toes will be tasty on bread. Sorry, I don't speak French. Mm, yeah, it fits. <laughs> I trust your judgment, Okay. We'll be back. I will be here, there, Capitan. He salutes and climbs back up the rope ladder, or the the tide, you know, the rope. Um, yeah. So this, yeah, 
this paladin, he uh, leads you down, essentially down a, sp- a spiraling staircase into what looks like a grand meeting hall. There's several long tables, different heraldry. Um, this is a place that doesn't have allegiance to really any one country. They're, they're kind of ideas that they're there to serve the world, you know? So there are like members of, you know, people that were trained here, uh, elders and such that are currently serving in the golden empire. And it's not out of a sense of duty to the empire. It's that they're looking to make the world a better place um, using their knowledge and their talents, their combat abilities. But there's like an agreed armaments in this area. Like you don't fight or something like that. Exactly. Now, a lot of them have been, you know, you you guys would have heard murmurs about these guys siding with the coalition, but nothing official has been done yet. Yeah. They, uh, the head honcho here. Can I have everyone roll a history check? We'll see if you've heard of them. It was a 20 for a second, and then flipped over to an 8, so I got 10 total. That's a 4 for me. I also have 11. 11? So yeah, um, you would know that the uh, the original creator of this keep was named Walda. Um, Alec, with an 11, you would have heard of a name. Essentially, uh, yeah, the current leader is something like, like Nam Devig. Something like that. People just call him Nam. Uh, this paladin, you know, Jeffed, he offers you guys, asks you for anything to eat or drink, you know, um, he says he can go alert uh, Grand Librarian Nam uh, to see, you know, if you're summoned here, if, you know, there's anything that he needs. Um, basically putting you guys in like a waiting lobby, you know, until you're summoned by the Grand Librarian. So Jeffed walks off. Um, Bobby would look over and ask, uh, so these are good guys, right? Neutral guys? Yeah, I think that they're, since they're, they're kind of in a neutral state, they're neither. Yeah, they're not, neither enemy nor foe. Yeah, not, not everything's not even not everything's black and black and white, Bobby. You know, it's just they're they're people just collecting knowledge for the good of the world, for the most part. Probably a good thing we didn't have the goblins on this one. Then why you gotta bring that up, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> why you gotta bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry big boots i just they seem really pissed at those Re- witches for helping the enemy read the room bobby all right i'm still mourning it okay no oh, don't take it too personally bobby it's he's one he's in a very small group of people that are upset that the goblins are gone <laughs> As well. you guys had goblins i had a whole army of goblins and bobby oh, let them go <laughs> oh wait a minute. You're you're gonna blame that little kid for you losing an entire army full he, of goblins. He blames that little kid for a lot of things. He do, he's done a lot worse than blaming a kid for his problems. Yeah, he killed my father. You're right. You're welcome. He dropped a city. <laughs> wait, what? How do I drop a city, Theron new Theron? I can't pick up anything over <laughs> I have a ten strength. Alright, buddy. Oh no, do please tell. How did you drop city? This is interesting. I don't know. I'm not I don't I can't I'm not capable of picking up a city. I'm sorry, sorry. He dropped a mountain on a city. Oh, oh yeah, like I better. could pick up a mountain and drop it on a city, Theron. Which city was that? I, it, it doesn't it does it's the, it's, the, 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 the details the details of my life are inconsequential, okay? That's a pretty large detail. It's not really a detail. Hey, like if a you're whole entire city full of if people. you're allowed to hold stuff out from your life, I'm holding stuff from my life. All right. Ah, uh, I told you everything they need to know. Oh, what's your father's name, buddy? I told you, he's Lord Forest. That sounds like the biggest alias I've ever heard in my life. 
Hello, my name is 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 uh, Gerbob Bebob. You know, that's a fake name too. <laughs> Gerbob Bebob. Oh, well, okay. Well, forest is spelled with two R's. I failed to mention that. Oh, that's it's not even like a forest. You know, that's forest. His I'm not first sure. name. His first, first name. name was Dale. Dale Forest. Hmm. But no one ever called him that. So. Dale Forest. Yeah. Well, my first name's Macho, last name Man. Macho Man. All right, there we go. <laughs> I thought you were big boots. <laughs> I'm both. You can be both. Okay. Anyway, yes, Bobby lost my goblins because he wasn't watching them like he was supposed to be. Oh, Bobby, is this true? Did you actually lose this man's goblins? I mean, not really, but okay. Yeah, okay, I believe you. I don't, uh, I mean, I, I, those witches were pretty scary, so. I'm. Wearing a witch's hat, you know. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. <laughs> he gulps. <laughs> Not scary, though. Don't worry. Good. Be cute kid. Thank yeah. you. Maybe if you're lucky, when you die, you'll be her slave, too. Wow. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. That's a big boots. Is, big boots is a little touched by the by the goblin thing and uh, getting attacked <laughs> like this. <laughs> That's a little bit of cutting words. Would you like to hear the? Beginning of my lovely uh, poem called The Big and Murderous Boots. I would actually love to hear that poem, yes. <laughs> okay, for reals, because I'm ready to go. Don't I... need your help, though. Don't worry about playing oh. any dirge music in the back. Oh, okay, if you, got, if you don't need prep time, let's do it, girl. Whose boots is that? I think I know. Its owner is quite sad, though. It really is a tale of woe. I watch him frown. I cry, hello. He gives his boots a shake and sobs until he tears makes. The only other sounds the break of distant waves and gulls awake. The boots is big, murderous, and bleak, but he promises he has to keep. Until then, he shall not sleep. He lies in bed with eyes that weep. He rises from his bitter bed with thoughts of murder in his head. He dwells on being dead, facing the day with ceaseless dread. Mic drop. <laughs> but I thought you were happy. <laughs> well, you have to understand, I also thought you were like a giant orc, so when I wrote it, I had that in mind. Now I might have to readjust it, so it's not so... You know, bleak. <laughs> yeah, let, let's yeah. let's hit it with a revised version and come back to me. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, also, try to try to remember that you were happy that your father is dead. Maybe not so down yeah, on but, me. You know. Well, I had to make it sound like soup. Well, you know, there's a rumor going around that these big boots. Oh, he's so big. He's so important. So I felt well, it was check necessary. Check and check. Yes. It, I well, see. I felt it was necessary to make a poem that was very, you know, like. Ugh really get you you know i mean i am i am sad still yes you're yeah yeah so job well, well done all right job. thank you Perfect. that's art all art all you have to do is just inspire an emotion from someone and make it art and you, you did it lady <laughs> my emotion is complete awe did you freestyle that hell no <laughs> okay. like, holy shit it was amazing <laughs> Oh, I have a bag of tricks, my friend. <laughs> We're going to have some fun. Gain inspiration. Oh, thank you. 
Yeah, that was that was awesome. <laughs> as soon as your uh, your your poem about big boots ends, um, you'd see Jeffed the paladin. He just is kind of standing there like he didn't want to interrupt, and he just starts clapping. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yes, not necessary to throw money. Um, big boots just needs to give back all the money he grifted from me the other nights. Fine. It's already spent. I don't know where it's at. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. Um, you didn't study here, did you? Uh, no, unfortunately, I did not. But man, I would love to get a look at some books, though. Oh yes, of course. He says yes. Um, I have spoken, and Nam, we'll see you now. And uh, he says, "Come, let me take you to the great library." And so, um, you know, he leads you guys off. Um, not as big as the one from the God God Vision, but uh, it's a large, kind of circular room. Looks almost like a. Um, you know, one of those rooms with the telescope where scientists look out into space. Observatory? Observatory? Is that the word? Yeah. 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 Almost like an observatory where the whole room is in the shape of a large circle with a huge domed roof. There's at least four floors to it. And um, kind of at the, you know, on the fourth floor by a large window, you'd see a, a desk. The desk looks rather small, though. Um, I mean, really, the top of the desk is like two feet off the ground. Small bookshelf small pen and resting on the desk is a cactus. As Jeff, it leads you over to the desk and then bows and then walks away. My glowing for my detect, detect magic ability. Yes. What school? Enchantment. Trans- enchantment. Okay. Um, what's this guy's name again? Nam Danzig or something. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, <laughs> uh, Nam Divig, Nam Divig. Nam Divig. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to offer my hand out to the cactus and say, good to meet you, Nam. Why are you trying to shake hands with the big, cactus? Big Boots, that's a plant. I am glowing that's purple, a, hence there's magic. That's a plant. And you think it's coming from the plant? He, uh, all right, homeboy please bowed, he, homeboy bowed to the please plant. Touch right. Please touch You didn't think maybe laugh. there could be like an invisible person or, or maybe but there's your, your first thought there? is, Oh, it's 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 pile up on Big Boots Day, huh? All right, you know, yesterday. You know I, what? You were piling up on Bobby earlier for something that isn't his fault. So I think. Who else game. am I supposed to blame? Not Bobby. Can I roll? You're technically in charge of the goblins. Like all person on you. shimmering somewhere in the corner. I heard that Nam is a little prick. Yeah, uh, let's see. Alec, you mentioned rolling perception? Yeah, roll perception, see if I can see. Yeah. Well, there's an okay roll with perception. That's a 16. 16? Alright, so while the others are um, kind of discussing, like, whether it's a... Pickering? Cactus, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> cactus or an invisible person, uh, Theron would see that there's a book that magically kind of takes itself, slides right out of the bookshelf, and uh, slowly starts gliding down towards the desk. Well, you were right, Big Boots. It is the cactus. Or ghosts. We have to deal with ghosts now. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the cactus, you guys would see his, his hands are kind of like like up and about. Um, they slowly start to move until you'd see like five small cactus fingers reach out and grab the book. Oh my god, it actually is the fucking cactus. And then two <laughs> eyes. a little prick. That's right. <laughs> Apologies are are welcome in writing to me. You can say, "Dear Big Boots, I am so sorry to uh, uh, ever assume you are ever wrong." <laughs> All right, Ben, I'm gonna is this start... some sort of joke here with his name. I, 
I'm gonna start handing out just pieces of paper to you guys. Do you need a pen? Do you need do you need an ink? Oh, I fucking like her. She was mean earlier, but I like her. <laughs> yeah, the uh, cactus. You'd see two big blue eyes kind of open up off of the cactus, and then a big pink mouth. Almost looks like the pickle from Veggie Tales, <laughs> but with more Larry? thorns. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking cucumber. <laughs> I thought he was a pickle. No, there is another a there is a character that has a pickle, but he's like... What are pickles made of? He always plays as a like a villain or something like that. Like, there was one episode he played as... Uh, I don't need a VeggieTales... I don't I need VeggieTales history, Joe. <laughs> I haven't seen it in like 25 years. <laughs> I won't speak again. My apologies. <laughs> but yeah, he, um, he says, Now, the hair is the thing. So essentially, as the book moves down, uh, you kind of wave his hand. You can see it's like Bigby's hand grabbing the book. Um, he grabs the book, and then the hand comes out and goes to shake Big Boots' outstretched hand. The Bigby's big hand does? Yeah. Okay. And he says, you see, last time I shook hands with somebody, it uh, they got a little, little smidge of something in them. It's a little painful for y'all type of big folk like that. Thank you for calling me Big Folk. Oh, uh, Mr. Nam, thank you so much for having us here. Um, we're just doing a welfare check, seeing everything's all good. We're here from the Coalition, and just wanted to say, what's up? How you doing? Welcome to the neighborhood. Welcome. I've been head of the... Ah, he kind of shakes his head. He says, well, I'm not new here, but you obviously are. He says, now, is this your first time visiting? I think yeah. so. Probably. Says it's always customary to give some kind of donation. Oh, oh, gee, boy, what are you, uh, what are you looking for? Usually gold, but sometimes if you have a rare book of some sort, some other kind of valuable collectible, something we can use for the maintenance and upkeep of our meager citadel and library. Why are you a cactus? Why ain't you? you? You you don't go around asking people why or why not. You don't cactus. go around Come on. like a cactus. I'm just curious. It's, you don't not uh, normal to talk to. to be Big boots. To why aren't you a tall oak tree? <laughs> yeah, Magnus. Why aren't you like a gnome? What's your deal? Yes, I'm just asking a question. Is it pile on Magna today or something? Like that? <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you a whatever you are? I press it to take a fart into Magnus' face. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. You got tall, and now you think you've got you can do. I've shrunk again. It's only an hour. We were on oh, the boat yeah, for I mean, four hours. <laughs> um. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I I have a I have this. Uh, oh God, it just says blue pearl amulet on my p- player sheet. I don't know what that's from. It, maybe it's magical. I don't know. But you can have that. Is that all right? That'll be mighty fine. Yep, that'll fetch a nice little price. Keep the place up and running another little while here. Is that enough? Also, to- also to answer your question there, uh, Mr. Magna, was it? Thank you. Yes, that is I. Is, well, Mr. Magna, the thing is, um, <clears throat> you see, I was around when the original Walda was here. I've actually been here quite a while. But uh, the thing is, Mr. Magna, someone gifted him a headband of intellect. And he was already much smarter than that would have made him. So instead of putting it on and making himself dumber, he decided to toss it away right into the flower pot that I was born from. He kind of points down. You can see like submerged in the dirt as a headband of intellect. So when I was born, <laughs> I came out a little bit smarter than your average cactus. So you're an actual cactus. You're not like this, somebody disguised as a cactus. 
Well, you see, he eventually deduced that I was uh, smarter, but I couldn't communicate fully. And so what he did was he uh, essentially awakened me, and then I could make use of my mental faculties, yes. And I became his uh, star apprentice, now the leader of Walda Tower. <laughs> okay, well, that checks out. Any I'm other rude questions you want to ask him, Magna? Like, no, I'm his love life, that answer. history? I, no. I, right. You know, I was just curious. It's, again... You want to ask if his dad's dead? You know, like what? <laughs> Hold your fire. I was just asking the sounds a question. Of it, his dad is dead. All right. It's, it's funny. The guy that I asked though. the question to is less offended than the people that are around me. What is up with that? There's no, yeah, my dad's dead, but that's not a here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've made peace with it. You know, we all reap what we sow. There's now, uh, is, is there something? I mean, it's been a while since we had a house call from uh, the Princess Eldora herself. Uh, is there anything I can help you with while you're here? So, uh, I have a question, though. See, everybody else got to ask questions. Oh, yeah. It's a pleasure <clears throat> to make your acquaintance. And the big oh, beast hand kind of moves over to you. Yeah, I shake this big old hand. Much obliged. Like, hey. Uh, I actually have two questions. And I'm willing to give a little bit more, you know, for the cause to perhaps... I have a couple questions answered, if that's all right. Do you have anybody here that uh, knows anything about um, magical items, person? Oh, yes. Yeah, I myself have studied, because uh, all I have is time, really. I mean, as long as I get watered at least once a month, I'm fine. Hmm. Uh, my companion here, he's wearing kind of a cool amulet, and uh, I don't exactly know what it does. <laughs> He's, oh, let me take a look at that. In goes, all honesty, guys, I basically just put it on him and then this happened. It was pretty cool. I just went with it. Oh. Maybe right. not the smartest thing to do, but, you know, hey, I was bored that day. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he reaches into the desk and pulls out a pair of thick, like, glasses. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> That's great. Can we get held up by needles instead of, like, yeah, ears? They are. <laughs> Yeah, he puts on the glasses and kind of t- gives the amulet a look and uh, casts Identify on it. Essentially, this amulet is like a uh, uh, kind of a holy artifact of Phemos. Um, now, it can't bring someone's soul back. Once they die, those are pretty much they go to his realm or like the realm of another god, potentially, you know, um, and there's there's no getting him back. Phemos is a jealous and lonely god um, who protects and watches over the people that fall under his care. However, in this case, this is kind of uh, somewhat in between. So he's back enough. It's like the shadow of uh, Reginald's former self. Um, so it's like he has the memories of some of the memories of Reginald, but he's it's not his soul. You know, he's a soulless husk, essentially, with some of Reginald's memories. This is what I kind of thought was going on. So that's cool. Good to know, uh, you know, like closure, basically, on what it does. So, uh, here, can I give you, like, five extra gold for helping me out? That'd be so kind to do that. And then I really need a book about angels. Oh, yes. Pockets the five gold and pats his little cactus pocket. And uh, says, now y'all ain't... Is he wearing clothes? (laughs) He just puts it in his pot. He just puts it down in the soil. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Essentially, yeah, that's what it is. Pot kits. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he... uh, he says, now, y'all need a book on angels, angelology, or whatever it's called, divinology? Sure, yeah. 
So, like yeah, names think, of angels, you know, like really famous ones, maybe? I think we could find one of those. Is there uh, certain angels have entire books dedicated to them? Is there one you're looking for? I hate saying the name, but uh, Ophelia. At that, his eyes get really wide and he kind of backs up a bit. And um, if his, his face could get pale, <laughs> yeah, if his face could get pale, then it would as the glasses <laughs> fall into the soil of his pot. He's oh, Ophelia. Ophelia the Batorian? Uh, sure, yeah. I don't really know anything about her. She, uh... Ugh, it's a whole thing. So, now that is a sad story. And he, like, just kind of reaches out one of his cactus hands and closes his eyes. And uh, seems as if nothing happens for a minute. Are you calling Mjolnir? What's going on? <laughs> as well, sometimes it does take a minute. Is I know just the book. Come on. You want me to pick you up? That would actually be mighty fine, if you don't mind. Okay. I pick up his pot, and I can't imagine I'm too much taller than his desk, honestly, <laughs> with my <laughs> arms up. <laughs> right, you're just kind of like Lion Kinging him there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eventually a, a very thick tome kind of weaves its way up around the banister and floats its way into his hands. And it is an account of every angel under the sun. As he, you know, opens it and flips to it, still looking rather uh, kind of freaked out a little bit, just like his entire countenance changes. And he picks up his glasses, finds a page, picks up his glasses, puts them back on, turns the book to you. And you can see that there's a picture of an angel there. Uh, she has red eyes and pale skin and um, looks like she's wielding a bloody sword. Uh, oh, her wings great. are like black. The feathers are black. And um, essentially it says um, Ophelia the Batorian. And Batorian is celestial for the fallen. Okay. Um, Would she be a planetar angel or a different type of angel? Planetar, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Um, You know, it mentions an an island is her domain. Island covered in black fog. Yeah, so this book would kind of mention without divulging into like a... 10 minute long monologue essentially it <laughs> gives the the history of Ophelia here basically you guys you would all be um you know from your Sunday like uh D Sunday school in the world of third you would all have heard of an event called the Pantheomachy uh Pantheomachy is a war of the gods um there's 12 gods in the Pantheon basically four of them fought against the other eight at the beginning of time for supremacy over Thern like the the top gods, you know. And so the uh, the gods that fought on the the one side, we had Regalost for time, ear and for order, Shathos for chaos, Thajun for fate, uh Kaone, life, Thebris, light, Yaris, dark and Fortana luck. Those eight fought against uh Phemos and the you know, god of death, Zetus, god of pestilence, Kriegsvar, god of war, and Orguyant, god of pride. So it's the forgotten three plus death against the other eight. And death is widely regarded as the most powerful god. You know, like, death is more powerful than anything else, just by miles and miles. There's no other god that can match him. And so the fact that he fought with the Forbidden Three gave them the edge in the Pantheomachy, even though they were outnumbered. So, um, according to the legend, the, uh, the eight gods had an angel volunteer named Ophelia that um, essentially she became a turncoat. And tried to seduce Death to convince him to switch sides against the Forbidden Three. She was successful. Death switched sides, and that gave them the edge then that they needed to imprison the Forbidden Three in their dark realm uh, where they currently reside. This book mentions kind of further 
that once the ruse was revealed, um, once Death found out, he banished Ophelia to an island and basically claimed to never reap her so that he would never have to talk to her ever again. And so that island is now a dread domain. Could I have everybody roll a, either a history or a religion check? Uh, 13 for Magna. 11. 23. 23, excellent. <clears throat> Three. Three. All <laughs> right, so, so Magna and Kiki, um, you guys would know. Well, uh, Kiki, you would know more about dread domains just in general, um, where the leader of the domain, essentially it's like they are completely in control of that place. Um, and it's kind of like a prison for the person that run for the, the, the dark lord that runs that dread domain. Magna, with a 13, you would know that you guys have already defeated one of these. Uh, it's Kalanon's God Quest, where there's the lich that was in control of the place, um, trying to bring back his son, having to relive that every day. Um, now, Kiki, with a 23, you'd know that Dread Domains are very, very dangerous, because essentially you have, like, if you die in a Dread Domain, you get stuck in it, and you become part of the cycle, where every day it's like you have to relive that day that created that dark day that created the dread domain. So it's one of those, if you die in it, you're screwed. You die in real life. <laughs> yeah. And so Ophelia's dread domain is an Island off far off to the East. Um, that has been locked down. There's no one, no one in or out. Yeah. And it's an Island covered in black fog. Boy, I'm glad we never had to deal with that ever. Yeah. Let's just, let's just stay away from there. Um, <laughs> We don't. We don't. We don't need to go there. It is a silly place. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we want to go, right? Like, a lot of fun. Why the? Why would we go there? Why would we go there? Why? Uh, I don't know. Like, maybe, um, maybe you know, get rid of her. It sounds like she's pretty taken care of there, bud. Yeah, she's she's pretty trapped. Yeah, like you know, kill her. Like you know, just send her, not. send her to the other side. Exactly. Like just for the lulls? preemptively, like preemptively, so that someone else doesn't, you know, I don't know, free her, and then cause mayhem, and as if we don't already have enough of that. Uh, I think we yeah, could do it. Uh, have you ever heard of the Chaos it. Beast? <laughs> that was my dad. What? Your dad was the Chaos Beast? Yes, yeah, a joke. <laughs> okay. Jeez, I was going to say, I didn't kill the Chaos Beast. I left it alone, and it's still fine where it's at. I want I want to roll insight to see if her dad really is the Chaos Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely feels like one of those situations where we can leave I nat 20 that joke roll. Nice. Or we could... Congratulations, you now know that my dad is not the Chaos Beast. Not the Chaos Beast. 26. I know for a fact her dad is not the Chaos Beast. Don't let her lie to you, Big Boots. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for looking out for my back, New Theron. You're welcome, old new Big Boots. Mini moccasins. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So, guys, um, here's here's the thing. Uh, you know, this this awful... Here, I sh I'm going to show them, like, this name on my arm. Uh, so I went through a lot of crap. Um, I kind of did something that I was not supposed to do. And uh, Dad found out about it, and then, you know, kind of like I had to go through a bunch of torture for a while. It was not pleasant. I think that she might be somebody who they're 
<clears throat> well, you know, the fake king is going to try to find a way to unleash on us as a whole, like us, the good guys. Because she's so secretive, I'm going to roll insight. Just because say, she's... Can I keep that nat 20 insight going on this? <laughs> I rolled a two, so like <laughs> five. <laughs> oh, wait, no, seven. So a seven. Woot woot! <laughs> a whole seven! Congratulations! Yes. Now, see, you. the issue The issue here, Daphne, is uh, it's really hard to tell when you're telling us the truth or not. When, when have I ever lied to you, except for just now when I said that my father was the chaos beast? That's a joke. <laughs> you are, it, a joke. It's you not are very so much... shady about everything about yourself. Yeah, every little bit of detail we gotta draw out like you're a well. I just well, you guys. That's... I'm actually like... I'm hey man, we're down to party. Yeah. We're down to vibe. We I taught you how to play scabs. I don't teach everyone yeah. how to play scabs, bro. You know, I, I just—that's actually—I—I uh, <clears throat> roll insight on that because I think that you're lying about how much money you've taken from everybody. About, actually, actually, I actually don't taught her to play scabs. I, will, I don't teach many people how to play scabs. <laughs> yeah, really? I—I <laughs> well, I just, know. you know, I—it's a big ask to say, "Hey, let's go kill this planetar angel that's like strong enough to like at least deceive the god of death." That's a big uh, ask, and you're still kind of shady about a lot of stuff. I'm just saying, you know. What else do you want to know? I told you my dad's name. I told you where I come it from. It doesn't feel real. His dad's, your dad's Baron, name doesn't Baron's feel real. going to sidle up to Nam and just kind of whisper, ask, can, can you cast Zone of Truth? He says, why would I do that? I, I can cast it also, but I just feel like that's like, because she's like a new party member. I felt like it'd be like a betrayal of trust. So that's why Big Boots hasn't casted it because he wants to still kind of grow the bond. Yeah. Ah. So he, that's uh, why he says, "Yeah, I'm not in the interest of interrogations or some such." He says, "Now, now, so you mentioned killing this planetar angel." He says, "Now, the thing is, to defeat a dread domain, you don't necessarily have to kill the Dark Lord there. Uh, as long as you defeat them, or at least pull them out of the same cycle." Then the the dark domain fades. Yeah, it's not just killing them. What so you got any hints? Defeat. Any hints of what, what how we would do that with this? Well, each dark domain is the, the dark lord in it. They're stuck in a cycle. It's like a repetitive behavior, like a self fulfilling prophecy. He says, um, if you can just get them to mentally break the cycle, realize that they're repeating the same the same thing get them out of that cycle and get them to reflect back and see that what they're doing isn't working. Then that, that there had been some cases where that has worked. So we you beat know, them kind with of, the ring out. Is that what I'm hearing? I, so once she's out of the cycle, then, then what she's like, doesn't exist anymore on this plane. Well then, uh, you know, she can relinquish the, uh, the darkness that drove her to create this dread domain. A dread domain is created when an immensely powerful being, does an immensely evil act. You can get her to make recompense for that, then that would be a step in the right direction. That would pull her out of the the self-fulfilling prophecy, the cycle that she's in, repeating that same day over and over and over. And then, you know, wouldn't you wouldn't have to kill her, per se. He kind of uh, does, like, the finger, like the, um, you know, air quotes with his little cactus hands. <laughs> okay. And if that doesn't work, you kill her. 
<laughs> I like this Nam. This is your your. Uh, do you do you realize your name is is man spelled backwards? Right. That's. It hadn't occurred to me. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? I do like that. Yeah, my owner was a man, or my maker was a man. <laughs> Um, hey guys, real quick. Um, hold up, Nam. Will you please give us like forty-eight seconds? The, it, it, you know, you say he's just kind of lost in thought. He says, "Really, my whole name backwards would be give to man." <laughs> okay, son you, of a gun. Just well, dwell on that. Shuck my corn. <laughs> just, just <laughs> keep dwelling my, on that. I mean, I'm gonna go over and huddle up with you guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I, I'm. Will, this sounds like not a. It sounds like it's not, if if the Golden Empire is looking to free her and like have her on the her on their side, that's bad stuff. I want to consult the princess before we go off and just go. Hey, we're gonna go to this eye. Like we gotta tell everyone. You know, like when you go somewhere by yourself, you should let someone know. Like you're going hiking in the middle of the woods in case something bad happens. I feel like we need to do that and just let them know what we're doing. Maybe well, use the yeah, use the think- Rocky talkie. I know. I, I just I wanted to just, like make sure we're all good. You know, we've yeah, I mean, tensions are pretty high between all of us because Magna yelled at me pretty hard, and I still feel really bad about that. And <laughs> Bobby made me feel bad. And then there's a I whole just poem. Don't understand why we're not killing dragons instead of like you know, go fight angel that they, they might use just, or fight dragons they do have. I feel like us just wandering off doing whatever the hell we want is kind of par for the course. I think Princess is used to that. I actually agree that we should tell her where we're going. Yeah, right? Like, you know, yeah, like, in case we back up, you know, like, like, oh, I sent them off to the Citadel, and then they never came back. Maybe they died. At least, to be fair, give her an opportunity to say, I need your help somewhere else first before we go do the thing. That's kind of what I'm hoping for, honestly. I don't want to find a fucking planetar (laughs) angel. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so, uh, uh, Spumoni. Hey, uh, Princess, you, uh, you there? So you would hear coming through the Rocky Talkie. It sounds like she's right in the middle of a meeting, like a war meeting. You distinctly hear Commander Nico, the B Force. You hear Eldora, like it's in her pocket, you know, and she hasn't like answered it yet, so to speak. You'd hear Lord Kerrigan Gray is there. It sounds like he's trying to dominate the conversation. You'd also hear Canalanon muttering under his breath at the princess's side. Princess, she reaches into her pocket. She says, oh, actually, this is great that you guys are here. She says, I, I just informed the uh, the War Council that you're heading to Walda's Tower. She says, do you have an update for me? Uh, yeah, we're here. Uh, we, we did it. Mission success. All right. Real quick. So what were you... What You just wanted us to do a checkup on this place? Well, yeah. Find out the nature of that horrible I- Black Fog Island. Uh, good news. <laughs> and I hand the thing over to uh, uh, Daphne. Oh, Princess, it seems as though one of my worst fears has come true, considering that I had some privileged information from the other side because of my asshole father. Um, yeah, I think they might be actually trying to let this angel loose, along with everything else that they've been throwing at us. So kind of wondering if maybe we should go take care of that. Say, there's like a hush that falls over this crowded war meeting. And uh, she says, what would that what would that entail? I mean, what, what kind of detail can you offer? Uh, what, you mean like getting rid of her? Says, well, I mean, is this something, a risk assessment on a scale of 1 to 10, where is this at? If they're successful, is it like a 14? 
So you're saying that we either handle this or we risk the enemy handling this and gaining a powerful ally? Yes, very much so. So this, I'm assuming then this Black Fog Island is where, where you need to go. Unfortunately, yes. Do you, you hear a loud the, sigh? Do you have like prophecy? Perhaps this is what your dream was. She says, I, I don't know. I, I've never had this happen before. I, I woke up in a cold sweat. And she says, uh, I, I, I can't say. I, this has never happened to me before. At this, Lord Grey, um, you know, kind of boisterously says, here, give me that princess, respectfully. And uh, takes the rock and says, hello, is this thing on? Testing, testing, one, two. <sighs> is this the guy that we want to put rocks in his shoes by any chance? Yeah, that be him. Yep. I, I say okay. softly. Okay, just wandering. Hi. <laughs> I don't believe we've had the pleasure of meeting Lord Kerrigan Gray, leader of the uh, Coalition Forces. Yay. More like Kerrigan the... Booty. <laughs> <laughs> this, I'm sure, the pleasure is yours, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm winking, by the way, through the rock. <laughs> Yep. Okay. I'm definitely going to write a poem about you later. Is oh, I look forward to hearing it. Nude Escador, is this one is this one I've met before? <laughs> so I have to get on that. You go on to say this whole situation reminds me of a time in the gladiator pit. I was only fourteen years old, and I was scheduled to fight against the biggest man I had ever seen. You can you can hang up on him now if you want. He says uh <laughs> Yeah. He says um Keep you know, going. Scared witless. <laughs> and as we both approached the gladiator ring, mm-hmm. I could tell something was wrong with him. Because by the time uh-huh. the clerics got out there, he was already dead. You see, oh, okay. he's the biggest man. He would have easily killed me in the fight. But a small wasp had gotten inside of his armor and stung him. And he had an allergic reaction that closed his throat. He says, sounds like you must be the wasp. Go where my sword, go where the sword couldn't. Okay, I am the wasp. Is he making a pass at you? I think that's my new code name. I'm not really sure. She's <laughs> been making passes at her magnet. You just zone out for like the last 80 seconds. I do that a lot more often than you think. Just gonna be I, straightforward with I you. I can tell because you just stand there T-pose with a dumb look on your face. You're doing it. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> just, Bobby doing anytime the same I'm not talking, just everybody just imagine Magna in the background T-posing. Until it's his turn to interact. Yep. <laughs> I've seen it all too many times. So, yeah, so we got the wasp, and you want us to go, we're, we're cool to go take care of this business? Yes, you must be like the wasp. All right. Sneaking into places that the sword could never go. You sure there's not another mission you want us to do instead? Like, maybe maybe go fight a dragon or two? I've done are that you, all. Are you a coward? Come on. Yes, my other ship. Are you a coward? Like, through the rock? Big Boots is no coward. I am Archduke Big Boots, commander of the Fourth Fleet of the Coalition, reclaimer of Moonhaven, the son, yeah. the son of thunder. I yeah. will do this, and I will promise you, you will give me a promotion. I don't know you what's t- higher than admirable. And any and, shit from him, you tell him. Yes, yeah. Keep going. And you know what? I will kiss you on the mouth when I get back there, Mister Gray. Is that a threat or a promise? <laughs> it's both, alright? <laughs> don't, pr- don't threaten me with a good time. I I promise you, you'll never be the same after this kiss, alright? 
You better not be. All right. Well, I'm going to do this. Can you believe him calling you a coward like that? That's ridiculous. I just no sounds one calls me yellow. Because all I'm saying is it sounds like he had to really hype himself up oh, there for a minute. I'm just saying there's other stuff you want us to do. You got your biggest gun and you want to have us be a wasp, you know, like, do you make a nuke a wasp? I don't know. But all right. A nuke is a bomb from the future that you'll know all about later. Don't worry. <laughs> well, it was a small tactical nuke, like really tiny. Snook. A snook? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm the net. Let's go I'm take nest. care of this rodent. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to do this for you, Mr. Gray, and you will think of me very differently afterwards. I promise. Yes. If you survive. Back to Eldora. He goes, and <laughs> as soon as he hands the, the rock back to the princess, kind of in the background, you hear him saying, like, I thought that was a pretty good analogy, right? Right? What, what'd you think? Come on, right? Just kind of mixed responses from the table as the princess says, can you hear me? Is this thing still on? Yes, your majesty. She says, very good. Yes, I would like uh, a planetar is something very dangerous that it would be a shame if our enemies got a hold of. She says, for the time being, this is, uh, I would like to assign you to this task. Go see what you can do with this Ophelia. If you can, try to get her to work for us on our side. That would be a very great benefit to our to the to the coalition. Yes. Okay. Just because you asked. Doesn't be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's it's me. You know. <laughs> what's gonna What's gonna What's the possibly gonna go wrong? <laughs> right. Hey, Adulter. Uh, give Give Calon a crisp high five from me. Okay. Oh, the highest of fives. Okay. Give give him a kiss from Magna. Don't you... Mm. <laughs> it's on that note. Spamoni. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> <up> on her. <laughs> <laughs> Nam would just kind of be looking at all of you. Well, that's a nifty nif little rock you got there. Thanks, I made it myself. Did you? No, of course not. It's pretty much Nam would uh, let you guys keep the book. Um, it says, uh, we'll put it to you on loan just to make sure that uh, you survive this and you bring it back to us. And, and if we don't? Well then, it's been good knowing you, Mr. Boots. 